what's going on, sir? Thank you for taking the time to join me tonight. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah. So how you been? What's going on? Oh, good work, you know, but we need a little bit more play in life. So yes, we do. I'm glad to do this tonight because the, the uh, hamster wheel has been ongoing for the last few months. Yeah, that's the one thing I really like with this is getting down and sit and talk to people like you and other folks. I enjoy it a lot. So yeah, for those of you that wouldn't, that don't know you, that don't follow your channels, your social medias, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, sure. Uh, on YouTube, I'm Pete's 1800. I mean, that's original. Same on Instagram, <laughs> even more original. Um, I, I've been riding uh, Goldwings for a few years. Well, since I bought my first Goldwing in 2007. Um, but the first motorcycle I have ever rode on or been on was my brother's 1983 Honda Goldwing. Nice. And he still owns it. Wow. So what yeah. kind of miles does he have on that bad boy then? It's right now it's in the shed. So I've, I've been suppose... thinking about, yeah, I should call him up and be like, uh, do you want that thing out of your shed? Yeah. Just to bring her back to life. Cause that would be pretty cool. The first motorcycle ever had to own it and rebuild. It would be fun. That that would be really cool. Yeah. So, and then I've got BMW. I had mostly Hondas. I've had Yamahas, Suzuki's. Uh, well, it's out there. Yamaha, Suzuki, Honda, BMW. Uh, missing one, one of the Japanese bikes. Uh, that's the one. There yeah. I had, a, I had a ninja at one point, but Ooh. briefly. Ooh. Yeah. Well, you know, I, 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 my, it was a, it was a toy and it did last long. That's and then funny. my, my big super sport back in the day was my uh, 88 VFR 1000. Ooh. That, that one almost killed me. Yeah. That's a lot of bike. Yeah. That, yeah. That, uh, my, my right arm doesn't work quite as well as it used to. Ooh. So you started riding with your on your brother's bike. What? Um, how old were you when you started riding? Uh, about twelve or thirteen. Nice. Somewhere I had a moped. Like that's the first thing. Oh, that's good. I ever had. I had a moped, and it used to drop to drive the cops in my uh, small town crazy because I would ride it everywhere. <laughs> this is back in the eighties, man. You could do things back then. You can't outrun the cops, though. <laughs> no. Like, so I turn the motor off and just start pedaling it like it's a bicycle. <laughs> like it's like, oh man, it doesn't work. Isn't it so, funny how the '80s you could do anything? I know, right? You back ride in the back of a pickup truck. You know, it's like, whew, I surf on top guns, of a car. Bows and arrows. They call out a SWAT team at this point. Yeah, lawn darts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and we're both still here. So what happened? Yeah. How were they uh, that dangerous? We we're very fast. <laughs> So what was your first street bike? Oh, boy. I think that would have been the GS850 Suzuki. Okay. And then I, I had that for a while. Then I, that went away. And then I got the Ninja very briefly. And then I moved from like, then I got the VFR. No, I had that last. That was the last bike because it almost killed me. Then I jumped from me that to a Yamaha. Um, and I borrowed my friend's one when I, but we kind of went in on it together, but it was the, uh, the Seika. Remember that? No. The Yamaha Seika 750 turbo. Oh, no. It I was, it, it, it's the strangest bike in the world you ever ride. If you ever ride a bike with a turbo, 
it, it's very strange. And the Sega looked like something out of Mad Max. I mean, it just was big front end. It just looked like a oh, cruiser geez. with a touring thing on it. It was with a fairing. It was a weird looking bike. But you come around a corner, once that thing hit about four grand and that turbo boost hit, it would lift the front end up and just go like stink. Oh, and you had to hold crazy. on. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I need a turbo on a bike. I don't think I'm there yeah. in my life. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, I, I would suggest it. Yeah, but uh, and then from there, there was. Then I went to the VFR. Okay. And I crashed that '94. Oof. And I uh, took a hiatus after that wreck because I that was my third wreck. And I got hit once, laid it down once, and just completely bought Ooh. the farm. Yeah, you know, I felt like Ricky Bobby. I'm flying through the air. This ain't good. You know? <laughs> it's just like, yeah, when you bike, it's never a good sign. No, it's like, uh oh. And then I landed fine. I was sliding up a grassy median. And I had my gear on. I was like, okay. And then I caught a tree right here on my right shoulder. Ooh. Smashed my arm. This is all mostly metal now. Okay. Um, you know, it moves pretty good. And uh, so then I took a break, and then about 2004, I guess it was about 10 year break, I got back into bikes. I had a, a, a VT Honda, the uh, V twin, you know, like an arrow with a shadow. Okay. And then uh, I always wanted to get back on a Goldwing because that's uh, I always wanted one since my brothers. And so I was like, oh, I got to get back on this bike. And so my wife and I had been in, went to Hawaii in 2007. And we were on Kauai when they had a motorcycle rental. Oh. And guess what they had? Goldwing. A Goldwing. Like, well, why not? So we rented it. It's kind of day. a weird choice for Hawaii. You wouldn't think of a Goldwing well, in Hawaii. I, I didn't either. I was like, a Goldwing. They had a couple of Harleys, but they had a, a big, fully loaded nav, you know, the nav bike, the oh, level wow. four at that time, because in the 01 to what, 17, they had, or 16, they had levels of bikes like different yeah, levels the comfort and the audio yeah, comfort audio nav airbag you know so they had like four different levels this was like the level three it had didn't have the airbag but it had the nav i was like wow this is Jeez. amazing yeah and so we rode that and she got pretty mad at me my wife because the day after her birthday i went and bought one so she was kind of mad because <laughs> she wanted it or well, she was mad because she didn't go down with me. She would have chose a different color. Ah, the old choosing the color. Yeah, I went with the silver one, and she wanted the blue. Nice. Yeah. So what kind of riding do you guys do? I assume you primarily ride with her, or at least you were um, then, right? We do. Uh, we rode a lot more uh, with on the 07. She's done. She's gone for a while. We live in Florida, and... Yeah, when we lived in Florida, we lived in Jacksonville first, and then uh, we've gone all the way to on that bike. When we lived in Jacksonville, Tennessee, we went to Wingding up in uh, South Carolina, around just the Smokies and stuff like that. And then we moved down here. Um, I've now I've got a good riding buddy, so me, him, and his wife, we've gone up to Nashville, up through the Smokies, up nice. through the Savannah. We do that a lot, and then. Uh, one year, me and him, we rode to Ohio because that's where he's from. We rode up and our wives flew up and then we picked them up and we rode around New York, Ohio. We went up to Niagara Falls. 
So she, she'll get on the bike. The new one, she's not as happy with on the 18 as she was on the 07, but she still gets on and she's, we're making the plans to go up to uh, Tazewell, Virginia for the nice. motor vlogger. So she's going to get on the bike for a week. That's awesome. So. Now, what kind of riding do you like to do? I'm assuming with a bike like that, you like to get on and dump the tank. Yeah. 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 If I'm by myself, it's, yeah, most people won't ride with me. If I'm, is it's like, I will go tank to tank all day long. Okay. You know, but with my wife on it or with my buddy, it's, it's a 350, you know, a day, you okay. know, 400 tops if you have to. Yeah. But it's uh, <clears throat> what we do. Like when we go up to the Smokies, we try to get up there. We'll get up there as quick as we can mm -hmm. because yeah, you only got so much vacation time. So we get to where we're going as fast as we can stay in one spot for, you know, three, two to four days, minimum two days. And then so that way we can just get on the bike, ride around, see the small yeah. things, hit the trails, you know, ride, just not have to worry about getting on and off the bike. Oh, where are we staying tonight? You know, then we'll pick another destination and go there for another few days. Okay. So we move around a bit. Um, like, but if I'm by myself, how is it Labor Day weekend? I don't know. I jumped on the bike Friday night. I think I did a video. I was at my, it was the trip to nowhere. Okay. I, I got on the I got on the bike Friday night. It was 97 degrees air temperature here in Florida. And I'm like, I'm going. So I got on the bike Friday and I just go. And this is like during the whole Rona. Mm -hmm. Like things were just open up. Down in Florida, we've been open. I don't know how you people are dealing with things up there. I'd go nuts. Oh, it's yeah. It's yeah. That was the interesting that, part about traveling for sure, is that the whole yeah. world I'm sorry, I interrupted your story. So you got on. Yeah. So I got on Friday night. I rode from here to Lakeland, which is about five hours up the road. Spent the night. I'm up at 4 30 or 5 in the morning because I don't sleep in hotels very well. I got on the bike in Lakeland, rode all the way up to the gap up to Gatlinburg, up through the Smokies, Georgia, parts of Tennessee, North Carolina, rode all the way through there, and then ended up spending the night south of Atlanta. Wow. So I got on the bike at four in the morning. I got off at about seven o'clock at night. What kind of and miles was it? What were you looking at? I don't even know. See, I, I just don't, I just don't care. Like, that's why when it's like the iron butts and all that, I just, I won't fill out the paperwork because I just don't care. Yeah. Cause I'm like, Oh, I, I can do it. I can do it in my sleep. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's the kind of writing I do, but around town, like a breakfast ride, like me and my buddy, if we go to breakfast, it's usually 75 to 110 miles. Okay. You know, well, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm not a fan of taking the bike to the bar. I, I always crack up with people that are like, Oh, we're going to go ride. And it's like, Oh, let's go to, um, we have uh, the Piccalilly Inn. It's in the Pine Barrens. It's about 20 miles from here. And everybody's like, oh, we can go meet at the Pick. And I'm like, it's not worth getting on the bike. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take yeah, the we car. Have friends, yeah, we have friends that are like that. Like, oh, you know, let me meet us over here. It's like, why? I don't, I don't ride and drink. Like, bike week's coming up. You know, like, I'll go up to that because I'm so close to it. We're going to go up fr either Friday night or Saturday morning and come back Monday. Yeah, just a short trip up because bike week we've I've done it so much that it's eh. yeah it's more go for the ride than it is mm -hmm. about I don't care about drinking I don't care about all the other things that happen at bike week and 
Florida doesn't offer a lot of riding possibilities around Daytona, sure. not to break anybody's heart when they get here, but there's a nice loop that goes around, but uh, it's not like, well, look at all the mountains. It's beach, women, <laughs> and yeah. beer. I mean, that's like... The drunk women. <laughs> yeah. And there's so much stuff you don't want to see. It's just like, oh, my eyes, you know, sometimes you're like plucking out your eyes like, oh. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a big fan of crowds. Yeah. I kind of feel like those things are, um, I, I'm sure you've been, but it's like going to the International Motorcycle Show. It's fun to mm -hmm. go. Probably yep. going to go this year with the wife because it's in PA, so we're going to meet up with some folks. But it's... Um, yeah, I'm not one to just go to rallies and stuff. It's just not yeah. my thing. I'd rather, to me, that's wasted time. I want to be riding. Yeah, yeah and that's what's funny because uh, me and my buddy, when I got the 18, he has an 05 Goldwing. And he bought that thing. It had like 2,000 miles on it when he bought it in 2018. It's pristine. And we actually, it's funny, we have the same amount of miles on both bikes. Even though his is an 05. Oh, that's hysterical. It is. So how many miles are you riding a year, do you think? Uh, well, last year was a mess. 2019, really, for me, was a bad year of riding. Mm -hmm. I mean, my the Gold Wing's just about to turn 15,000, which is not much considering this is, uh, well, March will be three years since I bought it. Okay. And because um, I had back surgery, we had a death in the family. It just, yeah. everything compiled in 2019. And then 2020, it was like, brr. But if I can, I'm usually a 10 to 15 to 20,000 miles a year on the bike. Nice. If I can, I mean, it's, you know, life gets in the way, but, and I have two bikes. So it's like, I go between the two. Okay. And I want a third. So. And then a fourth because, you well, know, why stop? I, I got a lit, I got a list. See, I need one with one cylinder. I've okay. got a two. So I've got a two cylinder. Let's see. But then the problem with the two cylinder is you have a parallel twin. You got V twins and you got, uh, yeah, boxers. you got opposed. I'm like, uh, what am I supposed to do here? You know, so that's three bikes right there. And then you need a triple. And the only triple that I really want is the uh, Rocket Three. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's that bike. That's my okay. buddy has my buddy has one, and my other buddy has one. And I keep telling my one buddy because he doesn't ride much anymore. I'm like, so when do you want to sell that thing, huh? I'm yeah. like, because me, me and my friend Lee, uh, who I ride with primarily. Like we have a saying now, the bikes don't leave the family. There you go. It's like he's got three, no, four now, four. And so I'm two behind. It's not fair. I don't know. I had two, and I always felt like I had the child I didn't love enough because I felt like it was, you know, I had a, um, I had a Versus 650, which is an absolutely fantastic little bike. Yep. Mm -hmm. But I rode it to work because at the time I had a Suzuki intruder 1500 which okay. they're not bad bikes but they're just not nimble bikes and then i bought the the limited and i was like oh i kind of like this better than both of them <laughs> it's just easy yeah that's awesome yeah and that's make, how i um, get and to your point too if you ride it's just it's there is something to be said for having multiple bikes you know, you can have the, the, the all-weather bike. That's the one thing that I liked with the Goldwing so much is that it's an all-weather bike versus mine. Yeah. Which, yeah, I ride it in all-weather, but I think you have to, I don't know, you probably have to pray to the Harley gods after that and clean uh, it for the rest of your life. And That's the problem, man. It's like I ride the Plastic Princess. I, I just don't, I don't have the, uh, 
the stamina to clean the Harley. No, and I'm I didn't. Like, I'm I like the black hose, soap, yeah. blower, dry. I'm done. That was the best part about having an adventure bike. I didn't care. It was dirty. <laughs> 365 days out of the year. It didn't matter. <laughs> Who cares? He's a character. Yeah. Yep, that's what it's for. So what, that's um, one thing I would like. What's your, um, do you have a max that you've run in a day? Do you remember? Uh, one day. 24 hours or just one day? I mean, just, you know, your longest one day ride. I'm just curious. Probably, I mean, riding probably from Chicago to Rapid City, South Dakota. Wow. Okay. That was about like all said and done. I think we had, we figured it out from hotel to hotel was about eight hundred and sixty five miles. Nice. It was it was a poor mistake on our part. We're so used to the south of living down here, where it's like you know where you're at, you ride down the freeway. There's everything. Hotels here, there. I used to live out in Albuquerque, so I should have understood that when you get out west, there's nothing there, dummy. So oh. we get it. Yeah, well, we left Chicago. We pull into uh, Sioux Falls because you know, it's right across the border, you know, from Minnesota into South Dakota. Pull in there, get gas. We're like, yeah, you know, it's, look at the clock as, you know, dummy us. Oh, the time change. Yeah, so I always got plenty of time. It's, it's only whatever time it was. And the sun is still way high up because you're so far north and it's the summer. Ah. It's like, good job, Timmy. Yeah, so we're like, so <laughs> it's like we get going. And it's like, we look at the gas gauge, we're like, oh, so we're like, signal, we stop with this gas station. And I kid you not, it had gas pumps and a credit card reader. Oh, wow. It was, so it, it was 24, it was 24 hours. Oh, geez. But it was gas pumping. And so we're getting gas. I'm looking at my phone, which is terrible. So I pull up the GPS on the bike and we're like, and I put it in hotels and it's like, you can go 80 miles that way or continue another 150 miles that way. Oh, it was like there was nothing there. It's like, well, here we come. So we just kept going. That's funny. That's the thing I found this year. With uh, we did a 13 day ride. We went up to Niagara Falls and stuff. And oh, nice. there were a couple of places that I was like, oh yeah, you know, there's this town. And then you stop and you realize the town closed at like seven. It's eight <laughs> o'clock at night. You can't find food. And voice <laughs> ready to kill me. I'm like, yeah, this isn't like the car. <laughs> like uh sorry honey yeah you you forget that some of these small towns just i mean they shut down especially yeah. with with all that was going on it's you know it's they're, they're already hurting to begin with so seven o'clock yeah. they just shut the doors it's absolutely yeah. crazy yeah i've had that happen like you pull in somewhere you're like uh-oh it's like you pray you like do i still have that granola bar on the bike or yeah. something <laughs> edible well, too, and you don't, I mean, for me, when I rode, you know, by myself, I don't care. I'll just eat gas station hot dogs, but you, oh, yeah. you go with somebody else and you're like, oh yeah, okay, maybe we yeah. shouldn't do this. The wife's on the bike, you're like, okay, so I know I'm going to have a lunch break for at least an hour. Yep. Um, we're going to have multiple potty breaks along the way. So if we get out of Florida today, okay. I will say though, the one thing that I enjoy with riding with her is it slows me down. Oh, yeah, like you yeah. said, if it's just me, I mean, I won't even get off the bike. I'll just fuel it and keep going. Yep. And uh, it's, uh, which is fun. I mean, there's days where it's just great to throw down those miles. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you're out where you want to be, you know, like if you're in the mountains or any, yeah, anywhere, really, 
like it's like Florida is very weird because you can be out in the middle of nowhere here. You know, people have this perceived notion of Florida. It's all beaches and theme parks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're one of the largest agriculture states in the country. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, it's our ag business is huge here. And you get out into the interior, you know, even off of like if you go between like you got I-95 and I-75, right? So you got 95 on the East Coast, 75 is on the West Coast. You go out to the coast, it's packed. As soon as you start going into the middle, there's nothing there. Yeah. And it's just straight roads that go through sugar fields, you know, cattle ranches. We don't do a lot of corn, but we got a lot of, sh- you know, sugar, uh, all kinds of stuff, you know. That's what we deal with in the Pine Barrens. So I live in Jersey and you think of Jersey okay. and Sopranos and all that. But, you know, we have, we're, we're not that far from Fort Dix and it's all just cranberry bogs and you're yeah. in the middle of nowhere in the, in the Jersey Pines. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's like really people cool. always have a perceived perception. It's like, oh, Florida's like South Beach. And you're like, no, Florida's a lot like lower Alabama and places. Have you ever been to like the middle of Pennsylvania? Yeah. Pennsylvania yeah. is like that Pennsylvania where it's like, it's just, it's not what you picture. It's just, yeah, exactly. You're rolling up and you're like, oh boy. It's like you feel like the Griswolds and roll them up. Yep. <laughs> you pull into a gas station, you can feel everybody looking at you. You're like, hello. Uh, the gas stations are always fun, aren't they? Like, I, oh, yeah. I kid you not, like, we were. I think it was the trip we were going up to Ohio and Niagara. Um, so we, we, we stopped for the night. We got some beer. My buddy and I are at the gas station getting some beer. We go back to the hotel room. And we got Bud Light line. And, you know, so all of a sudden we hear this lady go to her husband. Oh, look, honey, they got the good stuff over there. Me and my buddy looked at each other and you're like, oh, oh boy. He's like, that place gave me the kibi cheapies. It was hilarious, man. We stopped at this hotel. <laughs> we were in um, Tawanda, Pennsylvania. We found this hotel. Nothing's open. They send us to the, it's not a Sheets, it's not a Wawa, but it's one of these like trucker gas stations across the street. And yeah. they, we spent 15 minutes talking to the cashier because the cashier is telling us about how he hates his job. I'm like, can we just go? I haven't eaten in 12 hours. <laughs> Give me my food, dude. Like, I just want my burrito, man. Yeah, I've been on the road yeah. all day. I don't have time for this. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, uh, yeah. Sometimes it's fun, though. Like, that's, that's, that's why we do this, though. It's the stories. Yeah, oh, because the, 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 the road stories are the absolute best. Yeah, I mean, that's why, like, when we get up to the the thing up in Taswell, which I think that's going to be a lot of freaking story time, you know. And when is that? Because I I heard Toby talking Uh, about it. uh, It is uh, June 11th through 13th. Okay. Like, uh, that weekend. And that's right up at the back of the Dragon, which I haven't been on. So that'd be nice. Okay. Um, but yeah, it looks like it'd be interesting. It looks like it's going to be a pretty big, uh, pretty big event amount of people going. Yeah. I, I did. I I've heard about it. I don't know much about it. I'm not a big on, uh, doing too many meetups, but, uh, that's the first time I've 
ever do anything like this. Oh, like, that's cool. You know, meet, yeah, meet just different motivoggers. I mean, yeah. you know, that, that's what's going to be kind of interesting, like face to face. I mean, it's funny because, you know, you, when you watch your channel, my channel, anybody's channel enough, you know who they are. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, you just know. It's like, I mean, I'll, I, we run into each other someday, hopefully, you know, but like it's just going to sit down and have a beer and talk. Yeah. You know, it's, there's no, oh, well, how are you? Who are you? It's like, it doesn't exist in this community because we all know each other. It, it's you know? really, it is really weird how small the community, but how big it is at the same time. Yeah. 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 yeah there's it's so a lot of dedication. started into YouTube? I don't know. Alcohol must have been involved. <laughs> That's always the start of any good story. <laughs> it's like, I'm sitting there. Hold my beer. I got this. Yeah. It's like, oh, I like this YouTube thing. And, you know, I've always liked photography and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, you know, and I, but I just kind of messed around with it. I've had a channel for years, but I really, probably not for the last, till I got to 2018 is when I actually got serious about it. Okay. Um, you know, I had some stuff with my 07, but I never really got into like the whole um, vlogging or, you mm -hmm. know, doing reviews of stuff. But then when I got to 18, I was like, I, my, one of my best videos is I did a demo ride on the 2018, like right when it came out, and I bought the bike a week later. And I was like, guys, like, oh, I'll put this up on YouTube. And it was like, I mean, I think that video is at 150,000, 200,000 views. Or, wow. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm like, oh. So I had the viewership, um, you know, because you know, you need like a certain mm -hmm. amount of hours viewed and then a certain amount of subscribers to actually get monetized. And it used to be like a hundred subscribers back in the day. And then they bumped it to a grand and that's like, woof. So I was like, all right, let me be a little bit more serious about this. And this did pretty well. And people got a lot of good feedback. So I just kept plugging away at it and just doing different videos. I don't know what I'm talking about half the time. I just make it up as I go. But it, I think that that's more genuine. <laughs> it is. I, it, those are the best videos to me. I, I think no it's funny when about. it's like, I don't want to watch an infomercial. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just tell me what you think. And you yeah. Know. Yeah. It's like in my videos, I like, I do like how to's because, you know, the 18 is a newer bike. You know, I'm not the Goldwing guy. I mean, the Goldwing guy is Cruise Man. I mean, he's got 25,000 followers. I mean, he has paid memberships where like he has his garage where like, oh, he'll show you how to do things like, but you pay for the service. Mm -hmm. I'm like, if I tear something apart, I'm going to show you how I did it. I just don't care. It's like, this is the reason why YouTube exists for me is yeah. let me show you how I did this with normal tools, you know, and I'll try to get you the best camera angles and the best advice that I can, you know, like putting the Kiriakin backrest on it's, it's all still on here, <laughs> but because I got halfway through it and I got frustrated and I hurt my back. So oh. I didn't, I didn't get the last, like, I didn't show how to put it back on, but that was actually the stupidly easy part. It, it's super easy, but there's one part where if you don't have the, the service manual, you might get flummoxed. I'm like, I will take something apart until I figure it out. I'll just keep taking screws out. It's like, it's in there somewhere. And that's basically how I did it. It's like, I don't have a service manual for this one. I have one for the 07. And I opened it five times. I'm like, hey, you just start taking things apart. Eventually, you'll get there. But I think that there's a truth in that because, uh, you know, I know a lot of people that'll do like an install, then take it out and then do it again 
to make mm-hmm. it all seamless. And I was like, yeah. I have a video coming out Thursday and at the beginning of it, the sides of my lights have hex, hex uh, connectors. So I'm using a hex wrench, which took forever. And then later I've got an impact gun because time went by, you know, it's like <laughs> fun with it. I think yeah, it's, I, um, I think that that's great because I think too many people take it too serious where, you yeah. know, it's, it's not supposed to be an infomercial, you know? It, no, and it's like, you know, we don't get paid for this. And I mean, like with him, the other guy, he, he gets paid to he gets sent stuff to put on the bike and do videos yeah. because he's really good at it. I mean, he has a great production value. If you've never seen any of his videos, when it comes to actually installing something, his production value is second to none. You know, and he does motor vlogs too, which they're okay. I mean, they're, you know, he's a great guy. I mean, I'm not yeah. throwing stones at Chris. He really is. But I mean, it's like his install videos. If you can't put something on your bike after he showed you how to do it, it can't be done. You shouldn't. It, no, you should never touch anything. <laughs> like, just take it to the dealer or call your buddy that knows what he's doing. That's funny. Yeah, so when like, you uh, when you motovlog, that's what I meant to ask you. So what are you okay, doing sure. for your microphone? Because your audio is killer. Well, I've gone back and forth. Like right now, I just switched to the Hero Nine. Okay. Um, and what I did is with the Hero Nine, I got the media mod, mm-hmm. and I have an you know, I, uh, just a lav mic, a Sony lav mic. I forget which one it is. Okay. You know, that I run inside and that has made my life so much easier. Yeah. Cause before I have, I have the Senna Bluetooth and that's how I record when my wife's on it, but the audio is just not there. So I'm probably gonna have to switch to, cause I've been running, I have a hero four. Yeah. Right. Not as bad. Who had the, who showed that they had like a, Oh, it's Toby. It was Toby. So you had Oh my God. We're going like, to start a GoFundMe for him to get him at least a three. Yeah, I know, right? It's like, I we think can't I got We get him a nine, he'll be done. Yeah, well, he'll be done. He'll be like, oh, look at me, I'm fancy pants now. But yeah, he showed that, he showed the GoPro, and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. That's like, really funny. I was like, dude, well, you got to start somewhere. You know, but I started with my four, and I have the Senna Bluetooth backpack. Okay. So that way I can do both. Um, uh, uh, tw- I have the 20s, okay. So you can link it both to that, and then I can re- record the audio for both helmets on the one device. Oh, nice! But even like she'll be loud in my ear, but when I go to edit, it's just not there. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm probably gonna have to switch to. I'm thinking about doing a, I hate it because I don't want to get it, but the, uh, the Senna 10C with the camera. Okay. And the audio, so that way, just for audio. Um, so that way, because I know that uh, HDR uses it, uh, Bodine uses it, and so does Colin um, when their wives are on it. And their audio quality is so much better because it, it's way more seamless between the two devices than it is going to the GoPro. Yeah, I tried it. We tried it when we were in Niagara Falls with the Cardos. We bought Cardos before our okay. trip. And well, you'll appreciate this because you're a Goldwyn guy. I went back to the wired headset. I I yeah. absolutely we have the J and M, J and M. Yeah, the J. So I used to run the J and M. Yep. You can't beat them. I don't care what anybody tells you. They, yeah, they, I, they I work. I would switch back to the wired one in a second. And that's that was my <clears throat> biggest issue. Is I wanted to try it, and we did. And the whole trip, I was like, I'm ready to just throw these things out. Like they're just garbage. Yep. Once we got ours finally 
figured out. They work okay, but on the Goldwing, it, because the new one, it has the uh, the intercom built into the bike with Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. So if you pair the two Senna's together, which is how they come from the box, they work fine. Okay. Once, but I have to pair my headset to the bike so I can use Apple CarPlay. Okay. And then once you do that, it freaking throws the whole thing into a tizzy. Really? Yeah. And I've tried every uh, moderation. And of course, I've had like 10 pe- people tell me, oh, you got to do it like this and that. And like, I've done every way you can. It just, when you have two people on that bike with two centers, even if they're just directly hooked into the bike and not each other, that's why sometimes like Jack noticed it on my last video, like my wife was on it and it was just crackly as all get out. Mm-hmm. It's because I have, if I disconnect the Bluetooth on the bike, it's clear. But as soon as I have the, my headset plugged into the bike as well, it gets crackly. Interesting. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking about if I switch to the 10C, maybe I can get around that problem. Yeah, I didn't, um, it was funny. We bought the Harley headsets and they're horrible. And then I bought the the J&M ones and I couldn't believe how great they are. Plus, you don't yeah, run we have the battery. That's that's the thing that kills me. Is yeah. I for I'm terrible charging stuff. So <laughs> leaving a towel like bloop bloop. Great. Bloop, bloop. Uh, oh yeah, that's what that cord's for. Yeah. The um the 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 plug-in just seems to work. That's a shame that they took that away from the new wing. I, I mean I get it, but yeah. You know. I mean, it was uh because that's one thing my wife and I both actually because there's no batteries. There's no nothing. You plug the thing in the J and M, the headset, they put in great speakers mm-hmm. and they just work all day long. Yep. And it's, it's like, man, I, I think that if they kept the wired connection with the Apple CarPlay, it would have gone a lot smoother with yeah. the linking of stuff. Cause then you're not fiddling with the back and forth with the headsets too. Cause like, you know, you can either listen to the, music externally or internally in the headsets okay but you have to link the headsets to the bike to do that and once you do that you can't talk to each other it's a it it's a rabbit hole of death really oh i i've tried everything i've unpaired them completely you know like completely erased mm-hmm. the centers plugged them both into the bike you know just paired them to the bike one is the rider one is passenger still messes up and so and then i just said forget it so i just linked them to each other and they work fine like but i just that's the one thing i i would i much prefer a regular plug-in yeah especially for the amount of writing i do well and and i and i think that that's really hard to sell to people unless they do it you know if you're riding 12 13 hours a day or longer it's just it works there's a lot to be said for it yeah, but I don't know. You and I are probably the only knuckleheads that ride that far every day. You know, uh, there are a lot of us. Like I know, like I'm yeah, killing it. Like like Wit did it the other. Yeah, you know, she did her iron butt and on a Sportster. Yeah, she's tough. I'd be like, I look at my BMW, like, <laughs> no way we're going that far. <laughs> <laughs> we went. To, I, we went to Pittsburgh for lunch and back, and it was like 730 miles, I think, and. Yeah, nice. that that was fun i don't know that i want to do it on a regular basis but yeah. you know it was 
it, it was fun. The, the thousand, yeah, on a sportster, it's yeah, like oh, it's like well, I've done some serious miles on the BMW. We did a what? Because we both it was funny because my I sold my 07, my buddy sold his Ultra, and we were going to rent uh, two BMW RTs. Okay. And I'm like, because I was looking at that as getting a, back in a touring or new touring bike. And I was like, oh, yeah, I went through the whole thing with what's that place called? The big uh, motorcycle rental. That's the one. Rented, reserved these bikes two months in advance, two days before we leave. Oh, we can't get your bikes. Oh. I'm like, we're like, but we can give you a Harley Davidson. We're like, no. Yeah. Who wants so, that? Yeah, so that was, yeah, I was like, no, no, no. We've both been there, done that. So we're like, eh. So we uh, ended up, he had his Triumph Rocket 3, and I had my 1200R, you know, and I got the, I have the big hard bags for the R. So we're oh, like, nice. ride what you got. Yeah. You know, that's how we used to do it when we were younger. It's like, it didn't matter what, what bike it was. Like, that's not a touring bike. It's like, that's the one I got. So we, we went from here up to, uh, have you ever been to Barber's, Skip Barber's Motorcycle Museum? Yeah. That, everybody who watches this video, the one thing, everybody's motorcycle bucket list, there's two places. One is Skip Barber's Motorcycle Museum in Birmingham. The other should be Wheels of Time in okay. Maggie Valley, North Carolina. Um, the history of motorcycles in those two buildings will blow your mind. Okay. Yeah. The only place I've been to is a place called Bill's Bike Barn. It's in uh, Pennsylvania, and it's really eclectic. It's got a yeah. little bit of everything in it. It's uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. But I've heard that I've heard both of those are fantastic. Yeah, uh, Barber's Place is a museum. It it truly, but everything in there runs. That's cool. Um, they they have bikes, and they're like, I didn't realize it, but every Japanese manufacturer made a turbo bike. Okay. And they have them all. Oh wow. Yeah, I mean, everything, yeah, look at that place. But uh, one thing I like about Dale's Wheels Through Time, um, and he just passed away, which is yeah. a shame. Um, everything in his museum is American. Okay. I, 100%. And everything in there, they got a little underneath every bike, there's a silver platter that catches the oil. <laughs> because you walk in there and it's like you just walked into a working garage like you, the smells hit you it's oh that's cool it, the old rubber the old leather the the gasoline the oil that that stench it's just it's intoxicating oh that's really cool i'll have to check like you out. walk in there you're like oh i'm home this is great it's <laughs> like my wife's looking at me like this guy stinks i'm like i know it smells like men it, it does. I mean, and it's great because the stuff that's in there, it's just, it'll blow your mind. And he runs, everything runs. He wow. restores everything to run. That's so, crazy. Yep. And he gives away, a, they give away a bike every year. Last year, they gave away a, they do a raffle. Like last year, they were giving a 90 or 39 panhead away. Yeah, I saw I that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I didn't I waited, win, obviously. Not to do with it. <laughs> I'd be like, I'll ride it around the block and you can put it right back in that museum. Yeah. Because I ain't taking that home. Somebody want to buy this? I would never sell it. I would, I would give it right back to them. I would I would probably ride it around the block. Say thanks. Make a couple YouTube put videos it, and then bail A couple out. YouTube videos on it and okay, put it back in your museum, but it's yours. 
it's a donation keep it that's awesome I, what, what, what would you i'd be so scared that i would wreck that piece of americana i'd be like I, i'm not taking no yeah <laughs> I, I i know a lot of people you know they, they have these antique bikes i'm just like nah man if i can't if, if, if it's gonna hurt to drop it or i make a mistake no thanks mm. yeah it's like uh, one of the craziest places i ever saw a lot of old bikes and this will shock you is new zealand really we were there a couple of years ago and they were having the Burt Monroe classic. Oh, that'd be cool. And I wish I had gone because I didn't know about it till we were already on the other island because he lived on the South Island at the very end okay. of the South Island. And, and I saw all these bikes everywhere. And I'm talking old Harley Davidson's, Hondas, uh, Triumphs, a lot of British BSAs, a lot, everything. But they were all 50s earlier. And these guys are riding them. Oh, I was like, because I stopped at one place and I looked and I saw the tags on. I'm like, yeah, it was like a 49. Then one was a 51. And I'm like, and I see the guys. I said, what the heck's going on? He's like, oh, the Burt Monroe Classic. It's like uh, our bike week. That's cool. And I'm like, and they ride these things. I'm like, dude, you guys are insane. But there's you know 10 people there. That that's got to be. Yeah, it was amazing. That's cool. And the roads there. Oh, I'd move there in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um, there, there's definitely a lot to be said for moving somewhere. There's roads. There's not here. <laughs> yeah. 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 New Jersey. And there's no like, people. Wah. Well, yeah. No people's even better. Yeah. Cause I mean, they think it's like, they're, I think they're like four or 5 million people in the entire country. Jeez. And, and the majority of them live on the North Island near Auckland. Okay. So, so it's like when you, so yeah, you're on the South Island, which is beautiful. You're just like, this is great. But the national speed limit is 100 kilometers an hour, which is 60 okay. miles an hour, 60 ish. Nice. It's so weird. So slow. So slow. <laughs> well, it, you know, I mean, me going to work, the road I go take to work, it's just a regular road, is 55 miles an hour. Okay. Their national speed limit on the interstate is 60 miles an hour. Yeah. Here You're like 70, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm always doing 75. Like my normal cruise on the Goldwing is 78, 80 miles an hour. That's what I set the cruise control on. Yeah. That's like move. Yeah, it's just quiet and you're just blowing through the wind. So what are your thoughts on the new wing? Because I know you don't have a DCT either, right? You're using no, standard six I Yeah, I got the standard six speed. Uh for a one-up touring bike, it's fantastic. Um, you know, it's, it has all the components of the Goldwing you want, uh, the all day ability to go, you mm -hmm. know, the reliability, it's not going to break, um, all the good features. Now, the only thing like, that's why I say one up because the, the windscreen, like the wind protection compared to the, my 07, it's like night and day, okay. uh, the wind, yeah, the 07, I could ride through a thunderstorm. And not get a drop of rain on me. This thing I get absolutely soaked because the the shield is narrower. Mm -hmm. That's why I put the uh, um, clockworks on. I put a okay. clockwork shield on it. That's made a huge difference. Even though I was hoping it was going to be colder, but uh, right now it is. Uh, it's seventy nine degrees. It's like twenty three here. Yeah. Snowing. <laughs> Did you see Blacktop Devil? No. They're like minus twenty or something. 
I was like, you poor bugger. I'm like, you want to come to Florida? I got a pool. <laughs> Kid Moto's posting videos and are, are talking and he's talking about, you know, it's it's minus something. And I'm like, that's just, no, I can't do that. No, 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 no. My boss lives in Texas and I think they're at like eight degrees today. Yeah, I got cold there too. She's sending me pictures of the snow. I'm like, oh, that's every day here in New Jersey. Just don't yeah, worry, what right. worry about. Yeah. But uh, so, but that's why the older bike, the, the 2001 to the 17, is the ultimate two up tour, luxury two up. Um, yeah, I mean, you could two up on any bike. Uh, the Ultra's got its drawbacks and benefits, you know, just like all of them. But when it came to pure, passenger comfort and everything like that the Goldwing I mean and while we we test drove a GTL the BMW mm -hmm. and by what it was the seating like the seating and then it just has pegs like BMWs they only have pegs floorboards yeah. what are those we don't know what those are sir. yeah they're, they're <laughs> what worst is German you speak of? what is this you speak of backrest for no <laughs> <laughs> it's like so it, they, it just in the, the seat cushion was just awful. And then like they glue, you know, like basically they take a cushion and they glue it to the trunk. Mm -hmm. There's your cushion. So she didn't care for that. But the pickup on that thing, oh my God. Yeah, that's like, bye bye, you know. Um, but the 18 and above, the storage isn't quite there. And that was like, now the 21 just came out and they, they at least they're listening to people on YouTube and their critics. They're, now, did they're they, like, they only did the top box though on the new one, right? Correct. Yeah, the okay. top box. They didn't change the side boxes. They just did the top box. But that was the side boxes are small, especially the right side bag is a lot smaller than the left side bag because the swing arm comes down the right. So your drive shaft on it, so that that box is a lot smaller on the right side. Okay. And I was like, and it was funny because when I first was loading the bike one time, I'm like, because I bought the bags, you know, they're supposed to be. Sure. You, know, you fill up this bag, it'll fit in the thing. Heck no. I'm like the right side. I'm like, this ain't gonna fit in there. I'm like, this is stupid. And then I'm like, what the heck? And I'm like, so yeah, that was like, so that was a bummer. But the top box, like by myself, I'm fine. Because yeah, but with like with, we're going to go up to Daytona, so that'll be kind of a. She went up to Daytona. When we first got the bike. It was a Biketoberfest, whatever. They they all run together. Um, and she did pretty well on it. And you know, because it's a weekend, you can pack light. You yeah, know, I don't pack heavy. The biggest thing I worry about is socks and underwear. Yeah, like I kid you not, we went, me and my buddy went out to Sturgis, and not for the rally, but just to go to Sturgis from here. And that was about, it's like a 5,000 mile trip. We did it we had a little over a week. And I think I've had like three pairs of jeans. I wore the same ones the entire trip. Yeah. I didn't care. I was like, I'm like, why do I keep packing all this crap? And as, as I've read more and more, my problem was, is on the 07, I had a Ask Him and Cade trailer. Oh, the, okay. The, yeah. I had a California sidecar trailer for the bike. Nice. And don't, ever let your don't ever buy one ever because if you get one of those your wife will never let you sell it or you'll have to buy another one for the next bike because like i can we would pack rollaways like that's all awesome. suitcases 
because all you do is you pack your stuff in that and you throw it in there and you're done. Yeah. There's no, oh, how do I pack this? How do I pack that? It's like, no, I need an extra pair of shoes, extra pair of boots. It's like, I mean, then my buddy and his wife, we that thing was full. And with the gold wing, it's like it didn't even know it was there. That's awesome. But never again. Don't yeah, ever buy a trailer. The, that's the uh oh. the challenge of travel on the bike. And I think for us it was nice because it, it gave us days to do clothes and do wash mm-hmm. and that kind of to your point, and that's the one thing we learned because this is the first time we've ever done a trip that long. Um, okay. is to sort of ground yourself in a town and spend some time there so you're not constantly yep. packing and repacking and yep. that eats up time quick. It does, and you got a finite amount of time. Yeah. So you're you're like I have on trips just throwing away all my underwear and socks because there's a Walmart everywhere in America. Yep. It's like it's okay, I can spend five bucks and I can get another week. Oh, no. And, and you know, there's a lot to be said for that because yeah. you're on the bike. You're not going to five-star hotels or, yeah. you know, you're not yeah, going so to fancy yeah. restaurants. You're riding. Yeah. So it's like, I don't care. Like, I bring a pair of shorts. <laughs> oh, cool. Kona. He's got the wrong. Nah, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Thanks for turning away and coughing, though. <laughs> <laughs> you're safe. I'll put my mask on. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the things you learn the more you uh, do these trips, especially when you're traveling with your spouse is it, you've got to pack a whole different way. You've got to accommodate more. And it's, which is good though, it slows you down and lets you enjoy what you're doing more. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing I think it was kind of fun when we actually filmed was that it it does make you kind of slow down and think because if I'm on the bike myself, I'll just go. There's yeah, no, there's no stopping. No, you're like, huh? First time Food. I took a uh, a motorcycle tour, tour, vacation, whatever it is. My buddies were like, oh, I don't understand. How come you're not stopping? Because I'm riding. Yeah. <laughs> I went to ride. I didn't go to stop. Yeah, it's like, well, you didn't stop there. You didn't stop there. It's like, you didn't stop at that bar. I'm like, for what? Unless they got a mean pretzel. Yeah. You know? It's uh yeah, I know I'm the same way. I just that's what it is. I just get on the bike and go. You know, I don't care about mileage. It's just when I get tired, I stop. Yeah. When I when I wake up, I go. Because especially when you're by yourself, you're like, why do I want to spend any extra time at a hotel? Oh, absolutely. It's like it's like yeah, my last trip. Well, wow, it was funny when I was coming back that night, I stopped in Atlanta. I it was like, oh, because they were open, but they had restaurants were open. So I went across the street to I think Applebee's or yeah, Applebee's or Chili's. Okay. It, they sat down and those, yeah, because I'm done for the night. And they're I'm like, yeah, I said, uh, yeah, pictures. She's like, yeah. And she's like, but there's just one of you. I'm like, no problem. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <That> <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> I'm like, no problem. It's just a picture. It's only like four or five beers. And I feel like she just looked at me like I was two heads because I'm like, I just down the whole thing. I'm like, add some food, back, walk back to the hotel, and eat. it's like, yeah, yeah that that's what I enjoy. It's just that and the clearing of the head. Yeah, there's a lot to be said for that uh, two wheel one therapy. There's a lot. Yeah, well, it's like you were talking about uh, a while back, especially during October, no November, uh, you know, Men's Health Month. Yeah, you know, about the mental aspects. You know, uh, the stress people are under these days is astronomical i mean 
it's pressures, you know, from everything now. We used to have a lot simpler lives. Now you have financial pressures, you have pressures being brought on by other things like pandemics and that makes your financial pressure more. And as guys, we carry a lot of that. Like I, I don't share a lot of that with people. Like I keep mm-hmm. it bottled up. And then when I go for riding, that's like, I tell my wife, I said, I leave it on the road. It's like, yep. I just declutter. And that's how I stay sane. There's a, there, there's so much to be said for that. And I always tell people, it's like, you know, the, the centers are cool and all that, but there are times like, I always say to my wife, I'm like, are we taking fulls or halves? And she's like, we're taking half helmets. I know that I'm not going to have to think. I'm not going to talk. Yeah. We're just going to ride, you know? And it's yeah. not just that time to just that clear luxury. your head. Yeah, yeah. And that's what's funny. It's like my buddy Lee, who we've, I mean, in the past 10 years, have probably ridden together at least 50, maybe 80,000 miles together. Wow. We don't talk to each other. We don't have Bluetooth connection. We don't have audio connection, even on the gold wings. We, we're like, when you need gas, you pull up and you, you know, you, it, that's it. It's all hand signals. It's, we don't even talk to each other. Yeah. We, well, we're eating something or at night, you know, hey, did you see that? Yeah, that's cool. But on the road, it's like nothing. It's kind of liberating. It feels, that's like how it used to be, you know, you used to get on a bike and, there's no phones. You can't get me on a phone. You can't like go on a Goldwing. It's like, I'm going to put a stupid phone plugged in. It's like, bing, bing, text message. I'm like, son yep. of a phone starts ringing. You're like, I hate this bike. I want my old bike back. So that's when I get on the, on the uh, BMW. I don't, I don't pair my Senna. I, I don't even listen to music. Okay. On my BMW. It's just complete road noise and motorcycle. Oh, that's awesome. It's like, I just don't, I don't care because I only ride that one for maybe, well, nowadays, probably a couple hours at a time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I love that bike. I thought about selling it. Well, I can't do it. Yeah. It's, it's weird because the, the creature comforts are nice, but there's that, there's a lot to be said where it's like, just shut it off and, you know, no music, no nothing. Yeah. And there's something about wheelies. Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten the gold wing off the ground. Wow. Yeah. It, oh, it can be done. It's, it's actually not that hard. That thing's got so much torque. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, the, it doesn't have a torque curve. It has a torque line. Gotcha. Um, if you've ever if you've ever seen a dyno on it, I mean the horsepower is pretty low on it. It's like it's weird on the newer one, it's lower than it was on the 18. Okay. But they're testing the DCT. That's one of the things I've always wondered if the DCT and the manual, because you know, like on the older cars, a manual attrition or transmission always had more power than the automatic mm-hmm. because they had to detune it for the torque converters. But this is a dual clutch. So I'm like wondering if there's any power loss. Yeah, but the, I... the torque, the torque curve comes up like this and at about 1400 RPMs, it just stays steady. And then when it gets to about 5,800, it drops. It, it just, it's a line straight across. That's crazy. It's just like, you hit the throttle, it's like, brrr. It's not fast, cool. but it's just, okay, I'm going to go. I can be in fifth gear and you can start and I will move. 
Yeah, there's there, that's the that's the one thing that I I like with my bike is is you don't have to. It's not like the 650 KLR I had where if you were in the wrong gear, you knew it. This one, I'm like, oh, I'm in fifth, oh, whatever, you know. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'll keep going. What the hell? I'm doing 30 and six gear, eh, whatever. It's like, what's that weird noise? <laughs> it's like, oh, six gear. It's like, yeah, and that that's the thing. I that's why I stuck with the six speed manual. Uh, as opposed, to, as I rode the DCT as well, and it just, I felt so disconnected from the bike. Okay. Um, and I, it was just personal choice. I did a video on that too. It's like people are kind of some people scorched. Oh, you know what you're talking about? Yeah, I hear that clunky transmission. I'm like, it's a personal choice. I'm not. The DCT is fantastic, and I think within the next few years, like because Honda just positioned, you know, they they do Goldwing stuff. They they change them every like three years, three or four years. They'll do a little bit of tweaking, mm-hmm. and I think in the next major tweak of the the 18, is this like the Gen six i guess somewhere in there gen six gen seven Goldwing. by that time version two comes out like a not a complete redesign but a uh, an aesthetic redesign i bet you the six speed is going to go away i don't know when we were looking at them i don't know i've ever seen a manual yeah they're rare uh the dealer i talked to that i bought my bike at over he's a powerhouse dealer over miami so i went over there to get it because my local dealer might just know um they outsell the DCTs four to one, really to the manual. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they they are they're not going because people want them because let's face it, people who ride Gold Wings are not typically my age group. You know, I'm for, in my late forties. Yeah. I bought my first one when I was what well, was two thousand seven, so I was thirty something. Yeah, when I bought I was my the first one. Position. People find out I ride an ultra. They're like, "So what? You're like in your late fifties, sixties?" I'm like, "No, I'm not even 50. no." <laughs> yeah, I'm not even 50 yet, you jerk. It's comfortable though. Just ride away. Yeah. Shut up. You yeah. damn well, kids. What, yeah. <laughs> Got my porch. <laughs> I always I always get a kick out of that when people talk smack about, you know, having an ultra and it's a geezer glide. And I'm like, you know what? Let's go out for a ride. And uh, you know, I'll just sit through the cruise control and I can lean back and you can, you know, yep. when you get there. I'll just sit here like this. Yeah. yeah. And that's what's funny. It's like, and that's the thing with the ultras or any of the big touring bikes. It's like, oh, that thing's an old man bike. It's like, yeah, it's because you've actually never ridden one. It's like, you just don't understand the difference between comfort and everything else. It's like, yeah, you look cool. Like my buddy has four bikes because he's like, his philosophy is you got more than one pair of shoes. You need more than one bike. Fair enough. <laughs> so bike. Yeah, you know, so everyone's different. Yeah, you know, like he won't ride his Rocket Three more than a hundred miles, hundred fifty miles, because it's just it just kills you. Sure. Even though we did we did ride a fifteen hundred mile trip on that thing, I did on my Beamer. Oof. Oof. When you go from a Goldwing back to something like that, or an Ultra, or oh yeah. my God, you're like, what in the hell was I think? I am not twenty years old anymore. I took a uh, I took a live wire out twice, and I have to say it was like the most exhilarating, amazing technology experience. And I and I thought it was funny that people that don't ride them, especially like the old the boomers that are you know the the diehard Harleys, and they're like, oh, but you can only go 150 miles. I'm like, 
I'd argue after 75, my 49-year-old body couldn't take it. <laughs> it yeah. would just be like, no thanks. It's like, I can't go more than 150 miles. You're like, you go 20 miles to the bar and back. And what's your point, buddy? Yeah. It, it's like, yeah, those that's are the, the thing people that the... have the ultras because they need the comfort. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, I can get on this thing and sit here. It's like, yeah. And I, I saw something, I think it was Revzilla came out with the article that they're, uh, Harley's pushing more into the electrics. They're going to be putting them into larger bikes. Yeah. They're going to make it. You know, I, I think that it's, I personally, well, I shouldn't say personally. This bike was bought for my wife. My wife likes the way the backrest wraps around her. She didn't like, yeah, the other bikes. And I was like, hey, that's fine. The only thing is if mm -hmm. we buy it, we need to be able to empty a tank of gas. You know, we're not going out for 40 miles if we're because then yeah. it's pointless. It's too much for for a big yeah. bike. But yeah, there's, you know, it's weird. They're in this weird state where they, you know, the boomers are dying off or, or not yep. riding. So the Gen Xers are coming up and there's this weird mix of, old school and technology you know it's like yeah. you don't need to give me a whole lot but you could give me a liquid cooled engine i'd be really happy yeah right yeah and that's think that's where honda positioned themselves pretty well with the new goldwing it's like it's the old people everybody that i know that's in their late 60s and i know personally that have older goldwings will never buy one mm -hmm. because it's just it's not what they want but people who are younger who are like we don't do the week-long trips on the bikes. We just don't have time, but we do want to do a weekend trip. Mm -hmm. And I want to be comfortable. And I, oh, I could plug my phone into this thing and just say, hey, Siri, or hey, Google, where's a hotel? Boop, boop, you want me to call it? Yes. You know, it, that's kind of where we're at. It's like, do I want, and then they kind of like gave a, the DCT because they took it off the, what, the uh, African twin mm -hmm. and put it in that and, it's a huge seller. I mean, they're smart because it's like, this is a touring bike. They don't pretend that the Goldwing is a sport bike. They, they, you know, <laughs> and I think that's where Harley's done a good job is they don't position themselves to say, oh, our ultra classic or our road glider or street glide is a sport bike. It's a touring bike. If you want a sport bike, buy a sport bike or a sport touring. I love that argument of, well, but if I had a 131 or a stage nine kit or, you know, make up whatever thing you want <laughs> and you're like, okay, but it's, it's a road sofa. Like I'm putting, I bought that bike to put yeah. miles on it. You know, I didn't yeah. buy that bike to ride down the street. Yeah. yeah. Those bikes are in our, my bike, they're built, they're the, they're for the freeway. Mm -hmm. They, they're for the concrete, they're concrete Queens. I would even argue they're for back roads. I mean, maybe not like, you know, crazy i mean i've had yeah, they run could, into a situation where it felt too big yeah everything that i've ridden a goldwing on like the, the tail of the dragon you know wherever up yeah i've i've hit it all up in the southern tennessee north carolina on a goldwing and it's a goldwing yeah it's fun it's still fast the new one is even faster like because you put that thing in sport mode and that throttle response is way better um but the transmission gearing is different than my old one so it's it's that took a little bit to get used to but uh it works really well it, but it's a goldwing and yeah they took some of their sports stuff off you know i mean when hell when they introduced the 2001 who was riding it when honda introduced the honda's first commercial with the honda goldwing 
person riding it pulled up, flipped up his helmet. It was Nikki Hayden. Okay. And then he cracks it and pulls out and yeah. Because they they made a clear statement. This is no longer the GL fifteen hundred. This is the okay. GL eighteen hundred. Because what they did, because the A fifteen was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So when they made the eighteen hundred, they cut. I think it was like three hundred parts off that bike. Oh wow! Uh, because it, it, all the components. So they they stream, streamlined it down to like forty seven parts. You know, and they took the sport guy and they said, what do we got to do with this thing? And he's like, swingles, you know, put the single swing arm on it. You know, they redesigned the bike and it was a hit. Like I have a friend has a 2001 still to this day and he's over 300,000 miles. Wow. Only we mechanical. On the, we sat on, I guess it was the first year of the redesign. That's an 18, you said? Yep. Yep. 18. We sat on it in the showroom and the guys like started up and I'm like, is this on? And I don't mean that in a bad way. It was so yeah, smooth. Yeah. It yeah. was like, and I cracked the throttle and my wife's like, I hear it, but is it on? I'm like it's on. Yeah. yeah. They, I think that that's the one nice thing that, that I've always respected with Honda is that they're, they're not afraid to do something different. No. And you know, that's and, where it's you know at some point you have to not be afraid about pissing off a few people yeah and that's the thing the people they pissed off aren't buying bikes anymore it's plain and simple if if that's why i get a lot of people ask me on my channel like oh would you buy an old one or new one i said well what kind of ride are you oh we do a lot of two up buy an older one try to find an older one because you're going to enjoy it more than the new one and they're a steal well i mean relatively yeah. speaking oh, it's like Go, oh, this one's got 50,000 miles on. I'm like, I'm here to tell you, 50,000 miles on a Goldwing is nothing. Yeah. It, I mean, when I sold mine, I had 80,000 on it. And it, it was, it still looked and ran brand new because you just changed the oil. Yeah. You change the fluids and that's all it needs. Those motors are built to run. Like my friend who has 300,000 miles on his, he's done uh, two shims on the valve train. Wow. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And he, he his rear end locked or went bad. Um, but the nice thing is, you know how many trike conversions are out there? Yep. Just call a trike shop. Hey, you got one? Yep. How much you want for it? That's that. And I won't lie. That's one of the things that when we were looking at, and I said, you know, my wife, Katie, didn't particularly care for the, for the backside of it, for the passenger side of it. You know, she's like, oh, it's, you know, it's too old man looking and it's not as comfortable as I thought it would be. And I'm like, yeah, but for you can buy one of them for 12 grand and there's no, there's no putting stage two in it. There's no, you don't need to do any of that. Yeah, it's click, boom, boom. Okay, I'm going. Yeah. Well, I would yeah, argue you probably uh, don't need a stage two in a Harley either. I know I'll get flamed for that, but. Oh, you know, oh God, you gotta yeah, let it breathe, bro. It's gotta breathe. Yeah, well. The way I look at it is, why don't you make it breathe from the factory? I think uh, that they're, they're in a very weird. weird position because, like you said, they're, they, they've got to do something to, in my opinion, to break out from that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, your whole company's built around that, you know? Yeah. I mean, the thing, I, one of the things not to throw, you know, anything at Harley, but when I first started riding, Harley Davidson, when you went to a Harley dealer, you ordered your bike. Mm -hmm. You didn't go to the dealer and get it. Mm -hmm. You had to wait. So that's why used Harleys were worth so much is because 
oh, I can find a new one or use one. I'm going to pay a little bit more, but it's it's there. But now there, it's like you walk like the place I got down here. They got every bike, every color mm-hmm. made. It's like there's no, and then you're still charged a premium price for it. <laughs> the, so it's uh, like, the Road Glide was my dream bike, and I couldn't find one used here because ultras are yeah. like big here. And, uh, but yeah, to your point, you're tripping over them. You know, they're, they're, mm-hmm. especially some of the models, they're just, they're everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's, it's just a shame because they've, they've ruined their own market. And then they made their dealers buy it, make these huge dealerships. I mean, the dealerships used to be small, you know, affordable places that these guys could run you because, but now it's like, it's, it's the lifestyle. It's, mm-hmm. They're not selling motorcycles anymore. They're selling you a lifestyle. I mean, it's like wild hogs. Everybody thinks they're the Duel Fuegos, but in essence, you're Dudley. Yep. I, honestly, we're none of us are badass bikers. I think know? it's really funny that the <laughs> that has because people are like, oh, you ride a Harley. I'm like, yeah, and I'm an AV nerd. Like, yeah. It's what I ride because it's, like, it's what I like. It's not, yeah, you it's know. Like, yeah, it's like, so it's, how come you don't have a Harley Davidson? Like, because I can't grow facial hair. Yeah. I'm like, I can't grow a beard or a goatee. I'd be like, how am I supposed to get on one? They won't run right. It's so funny how like the the, the, the bikes have that. So like you, you think of a Goldwing, you think of people with the matching helmets, with the matching clothes, you know. Yeah, Every me. bike has its stereotype. Yeah, yeah, you know, like BMW. It's like you everything says BMW on it, you know. But it's weird in Florida. BMW riders down here, they look like everybody else. They'll be out there on flip flops and everything. Where usually the BMW guys were always in every piece stitch of clothing was BMW. You know, down with here the, though, it's with like the uh, Schubert helmet. You know, and oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, real yeah. fancy stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's like like I had a somebody give me a bmw jacket um i was at work and he's like what's that what's that jacket you wear i'm like a large okay and he came in and he was used to ride and he had multiple bikes well he had this really nice bmw motor rad jacket and he's like here i'm like holy crap man that's like what 300 dollars jacket yeah i'm like nice i gotta lose a little bit of weight but you know it's yeah it's like I gotta go to the doctor tomorrow. They're gonna tell me you lose weight. I'm like, yeah, I know. You gotta fit in this jacket, man. <laughs> What's your goal? See that jacket? Yeah. <laughs> it's all about. It all comes back to the bike. It's all it comes yep. back to. Yeah, it's like, yeah. But I only have. I only wear one helmet though. And what's your helmet preference? I have a Showy RF 1200. Okay. Not full face. I used to wear three quarter a lot, uh, especially on the Goldwing the older one but now i find myself more plus the motor vlogging you know the yep. like i put the camera on the chin mount you know if i i want to go back to a modular though because uh just to be able to drink something i got a butler mug and yeah i gotta like jam it up there to get the oh, straw it's yeah like, i'm like i want to go clunk you know but then i'm like and i'm a whole other thing where do i put the microphone where do I put, i'm like oh I had, like a, I had a modular when I first started. It was great for like getting in gas, getting gas and going in places because you have to take it off. Yep. You didn't feel yep. like you were, you know, being weird. You could flip it up. 
now with yeah. Corona, it doesn't matter. You just wear your mat and your helmet. So, but yeah, it's like I'm not taking this thing off. <laughs> safer with the helmet on. Multiple yep. though. Yeah. That's awesome. So, the 1200s yeah, a nice just, helmet, from what I've heard too. Yeah, it is. It's light. It's uh, it's comfortable. Like yeah, you know, it takes you a while to find a helmet that you like. Mm-hmm. Like uh, we used to both like HJCs, but they changed their mold. And ever since then, like the forehead pressure, oh, it's brutal. Like I, you'd get off the bike and your head just hurts. And you have like this sore spot like that. Okay. And it's just the way they changed the head. It still fits my wife, but that doesn't. Now I want to check out the, what, the 14? Yeah, That's the, 14. the one I want. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get, I was looking at that. So the 1200 is nice, but uh, gears and gadgets. I don't know if you know him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just did a review on the 14. And I'm like, or, it's, yes, you are a 14 because I have the 1200. No, the 14's a new one, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to, I'm like, ooh, like, yeah, there goes another 600 bucks. Katie had a, uh, what was it, the speed and strength. It was like the 1300 or whatever it was. And she's like, oh, mm-hmm. this helmet's great. This helmet's great. We were at the Revzilla. We bought, uh, we both bought the RFSF or whatever it is, the showy, the one under yours. Yeah. And, uh, we were out on the bike and she's like, Oh, this is really nice. I'm like, yeah, this is why you pay the money for the helmet. Like they're, yep. they are really nice, especially if you're touring. Yeah. You're Cause good. you're looking for a lot of different things too. It's like, you know, dressing for the slide, not the ride. Well, and I think touring, and I mean, you'll, you know, this more than anybody, something that bothers you a little bit, it's not a big deal. It's when it's all day and it's that yeah. little thing on the jacket that's rubbing you or the helmet yep. or, you know, it, it adds up quick. Yeah. Like I'll even put in earplugs occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, uh, well, since we're going, I can't find them. So luckily we're going to Daytona, but uh, there's a guy there um, up at Ross Meyer's place. So don't everybody go there too. Um, but he injects mm-hmm. your ear canal and then it's a soft silicone. And I tell you, those things are the best things ever. Because uh, you put them in, it just blocks that ambient noise down. But they fit and they're comfortable all day long because yeah. they're they're made for you. You know, like you know, you can stick one of those foamies in, but you know, you get that. You know, like. Yeah, yeah. But, and again, it, 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 all day of that's going to drive you insane. Yep. That's yeah. awesome. So, cool. Yeah. yeah. So there's all kinds of fun stuff. Awesome. So as we wrap it up, I guess we've covered, sure. but let's let's recap here, sir. So where can everybody find you? Anything you want to uh, um, leave it with? Uh, just, uh, you know, I really thank everybody for watching uh, our channels. I mean, that's, you know, it's yeah. kind of, it blows my mind that people watch our stuff. I mean, it really does. Like that somebody took the time or, hey, it showed up on their feed and they watched your video, liked it and subscribed. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, it's like, um, cause let's face it. YouTube is an expensive hobby with very little return. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and quite honestly, it's, it's, it's become a nasty place lately. Yeah. They need angry. to, <laughs> yeah, angry. Yeah. You know, I like, I wish they'd get rid of the like and dislike buttons. Um, if, if you want to comment, take your, you know, you got to comment because don't, I hate when people just dislike it just cause they dislike it. I yeah. just like, what did you just like was it the sound was it the you know let me know give me some feedback but i wish they'd just get rid of those i thought it was weird too i found out when i cracked a thousand that you can now take away your sub count 
I thought that was interesting because it's Can you? I yeah, I found it the other day playing around. I'm like, that's kind of interesting because to your point, like, does it matter? You know what I mean? Like, matter? Well, it matters game. when you're talking to your friends, like, well, I got 1400 hour, you know, yeah. you know, and then you're like, but it does mean something for somebody that like, like a shade tree mechanic or a surgeon, you know, with over a hundred thousand yeah. subscribers, he makes a lot of money. You know, he gets promoted, he gets, you know, and so, yeah, it, the sub count means things to businesses or. Oh, for businesses. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But for us, it's like, eh, who cares? I mean, I hit a thousand. I was like stoked. I was like, whoa, look at this. You know, I'm like, I don't even know what I'm at now. Yeah. It, it, it's like interesting. 14. When you, everyone says that it's like, it's the rush to get there. And then after that, you're like, eh, because yeah. I don't, I don't know and, how it is for you, but I find that. You do a video that you think is going to explode and you put it out there and it just dives. It just yeah. dies to death. And you're like, oh, that was fun. Yeah. That would be an interesting topic to bring up one day is uh, how many videos, like I, I thought about this earlier, like how many videos you've done that you've actually never even put up? Mm -hmm. I, I've done things where it's like, I once I put all the other, I'm like, this just sucks. Or it's a direction I didn't want to take. Yeah. You know that that'd be that'd be a good topic for a video right there. There you go. There it is. <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. That's your next video coming when? Yeah, <laughs> coming when? Probably in about three months. Three months. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm just glad I'm not you guys where you have to do like content all summer long and then store it up like a chipmunk and let it out every yeah, week. See, I don't. I didn't do that this year. Oh, because uh, yeah. this year really was the only serious year I had. Um, I find myself some days just being like, you know what? There's just nothing there. So, so if I don't have a piece of gear to review, I don't review it. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah, I know that like, there's a I lot of people now? that are very uh, regimented, but some days it's like, yeah. 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 Bob, he, he has videos that still look like he's in the summertime. And I saw a picture from his house and is covered in snow with deer in the backyard. I'm like, <laughs> but yeah. That, that's basically it's like i just really thank everybody that watches us i mean that's it it gives you you know hope because i that's one of the things i've been really trying to do with my channel is be a little bit more optimistic mm -hmm. you know there's so much negativity everywhere you're surrounded with you know and not to say i'm not going to give a review that like has criticisms but or a vlog that won't but i try like i did one and I looked at it and I'm like, it was more of just me getting stuff off my chest. Mm -hmm. And I watched it and I said, I'm glad I got that off my chest and deleted it. Yeah. So. I mean, I've tried to so far. I've not yeah. reviewed something that I hated. I'll review yeah. something that I don't, you know, there may be quirks to it, but I don't want to, I just don't want to be the guy that's like trashing it for the sake of trashing it. Yeah. I'm not going to trash something if I, you know, if it's something I want or, yeah. but I'll be honest about it. I mean, that's why like, well, my year, one year review I did on the Goldwing, you know, it's just honest. There was yeah, stuff on it, it that I have. And it's like, I'm just trying to be fair. Like, this is what I believe. I bought this thing, you know, I spent my money on it. Yeah. Honda's not paying me. You know, if they want to send me a 2021, I'll take it. I mean, I think that's <laughs> fair. You should. I mean, it's totally fair. It. I got yeah, I got 1,400 subscribers. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's the least they could do. Do. <laughs> but 
Wouldn't that, that's, that's where I want to be. You know, it's nice. You get boots, you get gloves. I like that stuff, but you know what, if somebody wants to send me a free bike, that'd be cool. I don't even yeah, need to keep like, it. Just give it to me for yeah. a couple months. You know, maybe yeah, it's like, Oh, ride this for a couple months. Okay. Yeah. Like, Oh, so that, that's it. Yeah. I don't know. Like you're like, how do you get, to, how do these Revzilla guys get jobs? You're like, dang it. What did I do wrong? When I used to work in cellular, my friends thought it was cool because I had a new phone every month, you know, because the reps would give me new phones to play with. And now you're like, man, that that actually was pretty cool back in the day. Yeah. Now you're like, hey, I got the same phone for two years. Yeah. Now you're like, eh, got to look at it. Yeah. So where can everybody find you again on no, uh, sorry. social? Just so we can make sure, uh, make sure they subscribe, like it, give it a thumbs up, do all yeah. that stuff. It's uh, Pete's 1800, you know. And then it's the same for YouTube and the same for Instagram. I do have Twitter, but I don't use that much. That got, that was very that that's my political thing. So I don't do much on that anymore because I've kind of let that fall off. Because I used to have about I had uh, my high point about three thousand really uh, followers on Twitter. Okay. I was very political. I I turned the turned the thing off. I couldn't. Twitter did nothing for me. <laughs> I was always like, what am I supposed to say? It, it was good back in 12, 2008, 2012. Yeah. It okay. was, it, that's its high day. You yeah. know, I mean, it, Twitter's losing its relevance, just like Instagram loses relevance, just like Facebook is really losing people in droves because you're overlaying a personal view and not letting other people speak. So, they'll move on and other something else will come out that's going to be better because it remember what's that one myspace yeah who what you ask a millennial you ever heard of myspace they'll look at you like huh well especially instagram i mean instagram in its day and only a few years ago it was all you know photographers yeah you know, it, it wasn't then, uh whatever yeah. it's become you know and it, I, I, that's why i hate facebook buying them mm-hmm and that's it, it was such a it was a op, more open platform sure. a few years ago but i still like it it's actually my favorite platform besides youtube because they host our stuff there you uh, go. Well, where's your uh, channel again yeah pete's 1800 and bride the biker be sure to hit that like button and subscribe. ring the bell because if you well, don't ring the bell you could miss the latest video yeah i've never asked anybody to do that and i never will <laughs> <laughs> I gave up and I just put the little slide on there because I'm like, I feel like such a chump. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'll put the graphic up. Hey, subscribe and like, yeah. because it, it, even if you watch larger channels, they do the same thing. Yeah. You've got to get people to hit the like and subscribe button because that's how you get views. Yeah. I, I guess there's that part of me that still feels like it's like, oh, I don't like doing that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not the same way. Like, eh, but I'm like, I've gotten over it. Uh, yeah it's fair enough well i appreciate it sir thank you so much for coming on hey bet brian it was great talking to you guys and uh you know god bless you and have a great night thank you sir you too all right man bye